Claire Temple, host of Health Crash Radio. If you're looking for answers for your health, listen closely as my guests share with you their struggles and their recoveries, filled with inspiration and information to help you reclaim your life. I realised that I kept on getting these recurrent hamstring injuries and I was always known actually, oh yeah, he was kind of a bit weak. I mean, I remember even going to see different doctors and so oh, yeah, you've just got weak hamstrings. And for me, I was like, oh, I don't want to be weak. I want to be strong. And, you know, I didn't really tell anyone about it. I was a bit ashamed of it almost. And then I, st- I realised, because I was still doing rugby at the time and um, running different sports, I thought, my hamstrings feel so much better. I, I don't feel any, I used to get this build up of fatigue and they used to then, uh, eventually tear didn't get any of that and I've never had that since hi and welcome to health crash radio for inspiration hope and direction as you reclaim your health and today my guest is a very good friend and my chiropractor uh, Jason O'Connor and we're going to be talking all about how chiropractic sits and the overall ability of our body to be well and healthy and function and how it can help everybody improve their level of health so hey Jason thanks for joining us hi Claire it's been a, it's a pleasure so you've been a chiropractor for 20 years yeah um, and in my opinion the best chiropractor there is <laughs> <laughs> and you have developed your skill traveling around the world uh, seeing the best chiropractors yourself and learning from them in order to bring that knowledge back and, and for the people that you help in your community so just tell us what was it that got you into chiropractic in the first place? Was it something that you went through yourself? Well, to be completely honest, I, I didn't know what chiropractic was. And for me, um, as a kind of 17, 18 year old uh, young man, I, I, my biggest drive and passion was rugby. And I did a lot of sport. Um, I was always very physical and um, very good at running, sprinting, throwing. And, and then rugby naturally came to me. And as I progressed, um, I, I kind of, played for my town and I was captain and then I went county and three counties and I played rugby at quite a high level then and I actually wasn't that big so I was playing against much bigger guys and uh, I, I ended up at Leicester Tigers and the academy side there and there was like players for England there and I really hurt my neck and um, I remember like hitting my head on this guy's knee he was about 20 stone and it felt like my head had gone into my body and I couldn't feel my arms. And I, and I thought at the time, I thought, geez, I'm paralyzed. Um, but luckily I wasn't. And, um, but it was real, quite severe neck injury. And I've tried all different things and nothing really helped. And it was only till I actually saw a chiropractor and I got adjusted and I was like, wow, what a change, what a difference it made. Um, and I just wanted to learn more. And, and I'd looked into physio and I thought I was going to go down that route. And then actually, um, actually met, uh, a chiropractor who was a former chiropractor to the New Zealand All Blacks and that really impressed me at the time because rugby was everything and to you know so when I started and going into chiropractic I was very much from that mechanistic um, viewpoint of you know fixing backs injuries uh, realigning things which he does a great job of but I had no idea of how I'd end up practicing as a chiropractor years later and now with a family and two young children my how it's changed my life, their life um, is so different from where I started. Um, and like I say, it was only till 
um, it was actually after I qualified as a chiropractor. So I, I trained five years, uh, graduated as a chiropractor, and then started, it was, it's a bit like when you pass your, your driving test, you, 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 okay, you can learn to drive, but you don't really know the full experience of driving on the road and, and what you're going to encounter. And that's what <laughs> happened when I went into practice. And I straight away realized there was a, a knowledge gap and an experience gap. So I really wanted to fill that. And um, I thought, well, I've, I've got to learn from the best. And uh, I remember there was this chiropractic cribs, a bit like the MTV uh housing cribs uh, <laughs> where they go into these rich people's houses and um and uh, you know they've got these pools and basketball courts and amazing cars and all this kind of thing so anyway there was the wacky what i thought at the time was really wacky chiropractors over in california who'd make a bit of a joke tongue-in-cheek but they'd done one of these and i remember seeing their practice and i was like oh my god that's not like the chiropractors around here you know are in these little back street kind of small rooms and you know one person coming at a time and you know maybe you're seeing four or five people a day um there, there was these huge practices with huge waiting rooms full of people and um yeah they just just looked amazing it was so far away from what I'd seen and experienced in, in my short career. So I thought, look, I, you know, I can't knock anything. I really need to go see what it is. So I actually contacted these chiropractors um, in California and asked if I could visit them. And they were like, yeah, come along. So, um, you know, this was a few, I'd done a few conferences and I think I'd traveled at that time. I'd been to Vancouver, I'd been to Rome and um, been a couple of places in the US. Um, and, and I've done several conferences. So my knowledge had built up quite a bit by then, but um, the, uh, we went over there, myself and my future wife, Debbie, and uh, we met this crazy chiropractor called Billy D, who looked like more of a, um, a rock star than a kind of a, a chiropractor. Um, but his, his kind of love, his passion, like shone through completely. And he was the first chiropractor I saw that was seeing lots of children and, and, and babies. And <clears throat> it kind of really inspired me to think, well, you know, I would say, who needs chiropractic care? Well, anyone with a spine. And, and when you have that true understanding of what it can do, um, that, then you can see how, how many more people that I should be helping and yeah. not could help that I, you know, I had a duty to, to tell people. Um, and, and that's what I saw there. And, and, you know, that we just, I just started wanting to play on a, a bigger scale and, and, educate more people and just see more people and help more people mm -hmm. wow you've been on quite a journey to amass the amount of experience and kind of evolve your thinking as, as things have gone on and when you first got adjusted and you were experiencing benefits to your own health um what did you what did what improved for you i know you ha had the neck injury yeah well obviously i went in with that symptomatic oh i've got this pain i need this fixing but it, it wasn't immediately but then i i realized that i kept on getting these recurrent hamstring injuries and i was always known actually oh yeah he was kind of a bit weak i mean i remember even going to see different doctors and so yeah you've just got weak hamstrings and for me i was like oh, i don't want to be weak i want to be strong and you know, I didn't really tell anyone about it. I was a bit ashamed of it almost. And then I, I realised, because I was still doing rugby at the time and um, running different sports, I thought, my hamstrings feel so much better. I, I don't feel 
and he I used to get this build up of fatigue and they used to then uh, eventually tear I didn't get any of that and I've never had that since and it, it helped me on such a kind of bigger biomechanical functional scale than I realized and alongside that I always had asthma and and from my, my brother had asthma my sister had asthma and then I was told yeah you just got asthma and then I realized I wasn't needing my inhaler and then um, I spoke to a particular uh, chiropractor who who was a, my teacher at the time my tutor and then he just started asking me a few more questions and he started asking, talking about diet and I was thinking, what's this got to do with my asthma? And he said, oh, do you, you know, try cutting out dairy? And I was like, this guy's crazy. Anyway, I realized that I really did like dairy and, and that they really did like cheese, like a lot of people. And then I thought, well, I'll just try it. And everything that stimulated the asthma before, like I was blaming everything, like um, dust, freshly cut grass, cold air, uh, dogs. I was told, oh, you know, I love dogs. And I thought I could never have a dog because that would bring on my asthma. Not, once I stopped, none of those things brought it on. So I realized it was nothing to do with that. It was, I had a, an increased sensitivity. My nervous system, my cardiovascular system wasn't functioning optimally. Once I got my spine adjusted and, and it started to function more optimally and I, I removed one of the stresses from the system, I realized, wow, my body is just performing at a higher level and it could take more stresses that it couldn't take before. Um, and as I say, and that, that was just like one of the things with my health that opened my eyes. And I thought I was perfectly healthy, but there was actually a lot going on there that I had no idea. And I think so many other people, well, I've seen that, experienced that so many countless times in my career where people come in with, oh, I've got a neck problem, I've got a back problem, I've got a shoulder problem. And they don't even realize all these other functional problems where they're, they're living suboptimally and they start getting adjusted and like, oh, wow, I you know, I can sleep so much better. My my energy's so much better. They were, you know, they were getting up in the morning and feel still feeling like they needed another two, three hours sleep, or they, they were napping during the day. And then they're just saying to me, you know what, Jason, I don't, I don't ever sleep again during the day. I don't feel like I need to. Mm, that's or, you know, fascinating. I, I so how does, how does that work? What changes when, with the adjustments that helps people sleep? Yeah, it's a good point because I kind of take it all for granted now. But I think... It started off for me when someone explained, you know, what chiropractic is. Chiropractic isn't a treatment for anything. Chiropractic is a removal interference from your central nervous system. Now, we all take our central nervous system completely for granted. Um, I mean, when we actually think about it, you know, when we all start, we all start from two cells, an egg and a sperm come together. And I, and I always start from this point when I'm explaining how chiropractic works. So we all start from one cell that divides into two, four, eight, 16, 32, so on. And in nine months, you know, we've got nearly 70 trillion cells. Not only that, those cells from one cell, one, I, yeah, and, and when they divide, they derive into identical, what we call differentiated cells. So you've got all these cells that are identical and they know then to organize themselves into a human body in nine months. So wow. that, and, and what we, you know, chiropractors, we term innate intelligence, that inborn intelligence. So the very first thing that actually forms from those some of those cells or stem cells um, is a brain. Now off the brain grows the spinal cord. You know, think of like um, an upside down tree, if you like. So the seed and then the shoot comes out and then off the spinal cord grows your nerve roots. Um, and again, at the end of the nerves actually grows the organs. 
So just like the, the branches and the leaves and the flowers and the fruit. So our organs are our kind of our flowers, our fruits, if you like. So the end of the optic nerve grows the eye, you know, and your heart grows off the nerve, the lungs, the liver, the kidneys, the bone, the muscle. So that, and, and no doctor in the world, no scientist knows how that intelligence works, by the way, but they, they, they just know it does. So in nine months, you've got this baby that's functioning from one single cell. And I always say then, once that baby's born, does that intelligence then just stop? And of course it doesn't, you know, that intelligence is continuing and it's what's keeping you alive. It's what's, you know, telling your body to breathe every breath and convert, you know, food into new cells, new eye cells, liver cells, kidney cells. So your body's constantly um, adapting to its environment. It's constantly turning over and changing, creating new cells. And, and how does it do that? Through the central nervous system. So again, from the brain, those messages come down they come out through the nerves and it's unfathomable but the brain deals with three trillion bits of information per second so it's not just running one thing at a time it's running everything all at the same time and you were completely unaware of it and i think that's the problem is because you can't see it you can't feel it we completely take for granted mm -hmm. so the bones of the spine the vertebrae they're the armor if you like that's its main role is armor to protect that central nervous system so if you have any trauma and this is why, well, why would you adjust a baby? Well, being born is probably the most stressful thing you go through. Even <laughs> yeah. you know, if you, it's a natural birth. Now, my two kids, um, Jake, he was, he was a von two's, you know, suction uh, pulled out uh, and the first one snapped um, the actual uh, suction cord. So to put another one on him. And like, he was, you know, then pulled out and his scalp was actually torn. And like his cranium was so distorted and I'm thinking, you know, straight away with my knowledge and my experience and seeing these other chiropractors look after each other, I was like, right, I need to change this because that's going to affect what? It's going to affect all those future messages coming down from his brain, down his spinal cord, to his organs. And his life is never going to be its optimal. So, and then, same, and then my daughter was, was, was forceps. And so, so that's like, that's from the start of life. You know, you can get those stresses to your nervous system. And then if you can think about all the, you know, childhood falls, injuries, traumas, car accidents. Um, I can think of a lot of my, yeah. <laughs> my own. And yeah. Type, yeah, and then the type of work that we do. So the workforce now, I mean, the average person gets up in the morning, drives to work for an hour, sits at a desk six, seven hours, drives back again, sits on the sofa, puts on Netflix. And because everyone around us is, you know, doing the same thing, we don't think that is stressful, but that's incredibly stressful mm -hmm. for the human body and the nervous system because we're, genetically designed to be hunter-gatherers so you, you, you've got these you know physical traumas then you've got the, the kind of the continual traumas of our lifestyle which is incongruent with our genetics and and then we come on all like the emotional traumas and you know people think well how can stress affect the spine the nervous system we you know look at a cat or a dog how it haunches up when it's stressed or frightened and you know we do the same and the difference is is like we, we have this fight off inbuilt fight or flight system that is there to, to help you fight or run away from that situation. But a lot of us now, we continually go back to that same environment, whether it's a bad relationship or a, um, a bad work environment, work colleagues, these type of things, or just, you know, look at the world now and financial situations or COVID and these type of things that can put us in a chronic state of stress. Um, and our bodies go into this kind of flex state so I see lots of people when they walk in the door, they're, they're in their mindset. They think, oh, I've got a bad back or I've got sciatica. I put my back out. I lifted something. 
you know, they, they yeah. lifted a box or they turned and they said, oh, I turned funny, not, not you know, something popped out. But actually, it didn't. You've had five, 10, 20, 30 years of stress in that nervous system and it's tried its best to adapt. And then it gets, which it does really well at, but then it gets that failure point. Uh, and they think it just happened last week. And for the biggest thing for me is trying to educate people that know this is an accumulation and we've got to now transition you back to health. And there could be multiple things that, and that's why it works really well alongside you, Claire, from, from, from I think I've known you over 15 years, haven't I? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you started off more in like the massage side of it and then you went more into nutrition and then lifestyle coaching. And, this, and you realised that you had to add more strings to your bow because people were coming in with so many different things and to really truly help them you, you you've got to you know look at all those aspects but I think what I specialize in and uh, and what you know I feel my talent is in is analyzing that spine finding where those subluxations removing them as best we can and then once I get people well is to keep them well because often then people are going back into that stressful lifestyle environment continually to what, what I t- use the term subluxation that's when the, the spine's out of its natural position alignment. Sub means below, lux is Latin for light because that, those electrical impulses are coming through clearly. So they're, they're coming, coming in chronically subluxated and they're going to continue to be in that lifestyle. So I try and get them as healthy as I possibly can. And then once we get them to that healthy state level is then keep them there. And so they live the, the best version of, of their life, you know, or the best version of themselves. I think that's really important vision to have is like, well, what, what is healthy? What are we trying to achieve? Because people often, their health comes into focus and becomes a priority once they're struggling and it's been taken away. And so at that point, and I was the same, I was like, just get me out of pain. I don't want to have these symptoms. I don't want to be struggling. I just want to get on with my life. But when you think about the human body in the way that you've described it, it's this intricate um, organic machine which has a way of functioning that's very delicate, very synchronized and can easily, you know, compensate. So you go out of function and your body does something to compensate and then it goes into more dysfunction and more dysfunction. And so by the time you have a health crash, you've got all these layers of your body doing something in the in a faulty way. And, but it's normal to us because that's how we've been living for, for several years. And so to think about that idea of particularly the nervous system, as you've described it, a, a command center in which every organ and gland has a primary connection to, it's grown from that point, and that keeping that functioning optimally, we've got to take care of it as a, as, as a precious possession that needs to function optimally to move us forward, not because, oh, we can carry on going as long as we haven't got any pain. You know, it's a, it's, it, it changes the way we, we've commonly thought about health because we're taught you go to the doctor when you're sick, um, you get treatment when things are going wrong, rather than thinking, well, what can I do to help to, to care about myself? I know you, you do a lot, of, a lot of analogies with dentistry and getting checked. And you wouldn't, you know, you know, you brush your teeth every day, don't you? It's part of you that you don't brush your teeth when your yeah, teeth have gone rotten. Like you say, you know, <laughs> do your teeth look good? Do they feel good? You know, yeah. So do you, do, why did you brush them today? Or why did you not brush them this week or leave it a month even? Yeah. And people look at you like you're absolutely mad. But, you know, you, you, you don't just brush the teeth that are sore either. Because, 
you, you, you're maintaining something, but it's, it's interesting people come in and, and they'll say, well, it hurts here. Can you look at that? And it's like the dentist doesn't just look at the, the, you know, the sick teeth, if you like, or the rotten teeth. He's often trying to limit that, but he's also making sure all the other teeth don't get become like that as well. And mm -hmm. that's why you brush your teeth and you try and limit your sugar and do all these things. And I think you're taught that from an early age um, and the importance of, you know, and your teeth are important to your health, definitely. But no one really educates people about their spine. And, and in comparison, your spine is so much more important in terms of your health and your integrity of your health and your body. And I always say, well, you know, what is health? And people think health is, is feeling good. And the truth is that's just, you couldn't be further from it. You know, the, the country's biggest killer is heart disease. And recently news, Shane Warne, you know, and I think he was out for dinner or something. And he was obviously, if someone said to him, how do you feel? Oh, I feel fine. But minutes later, he was, he was dead. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's the problem is, is people don't connect. It's the function, you know, true health is a measurement of how well your body adapts to stress. And then people get to those points where it can no longer adapt any further and then they get the symptoms and then they think the symptoms are the actual problem but mm. it's no it's 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 like you say it wasn't the fatty meal or the burger he had the, the day before it's actually a lifestyle of poor living and and that's what happens when i see people it's not one box they lift or one they, they dug the garden that that weekend and it was the way they did it that it, no, it's actually a chronically sick system that's been adapting, um, but it's now got to that point where it can no, no longer adapt any further. You know, chiropractic is is the study of, of health of life and, you know, what makes people healthy, what makes people well. And and I think that's that's what I kind of focus on. And it's to say it's to enhance your health as best you possibly can. But then also what's key is maintain it so you don't ever lose it. Mm. Um, and that's a much better approach of, of having it in the same as they, people have that with their teeth but they don't seem to have it about their spine mm -hmm. you know, and, and yeah. that's why people say why, why is the children coming to your practice you know you always see kids here or you, it was a baby they were like was you adjusting that baby i was like <laughs> how did the baby pull its back <laughs> yeah yeah it was, it was a baby digging the garden no well you know <laughs> that, that's what they you know the, the people think but no it's like no we want to make sure that central nervous system is is, is functioning it's optimal it's free from interference so then you can adapt because that's what what the system that adapts to its environment and, and takes in all the information is your central nervous system, all the senses, you know, you think about the senses, sight, hearing, taste, touch, it's, it's all electrical impulses, signals that are coming into the nervous system, up to the brain, the brain's deciphering that and it's sending messages back so you can live and adapt and function in, in your environment. But if it's faulty, if it's, if it's out of alignment, if it's compressed, if it's irritated, it's just not going to do that as well, which means you're not going to live as well. Um, and that's why, I, you know, you choose to get adjusted. That's why I, I get adjusted every week. And my, my family get adjusted every week. And, and I, I encourage my patients to depend on, you know, how stressful someone's lifestyle. Some people can have very, very stressful lifestyles. So they'll, they'll need to get checked and adjusted more regularly. Some people are less, so I don't see them as regularly. But I never judge it on how they feel or how much pain there is. It, it's it's based on their function and how much stress load their body's under um and, and that's that's the way you want to kind of kind of look at your health mm -hmm. if you're under a high load of stress and you're not doing anything to adapt to that your body will break at some point whether you whether you're feeling it or not it 
you know, and, and as I say, some people have got more capacity for certain types of stress, mm-hmm. but eventually it's going to get to a point where it, it can't. And it's like, to, you know, you, you can, one or two people, you can say, right, I'm going to react and do something when it breaks, or I'm, I'm going to make sure it never gets to that point where it fails. Yeah. And I know uh, you guys listening, it's when you're, health is struggling you can sometimes hit a dead end with finding answers as to what's wrong and you start to go into a more holistic way of seeing it can be overwhelming because you're talking about life style care and you look talking about um the whole functioning way of your body uh getting on track rather than going oh well this is your disease this is your solution um but also what comes with that holistic way of looking is so much possibility for healing and it, miracles, really. And I know that um, within the world of chiropractic, there, there are lots of stories of people very compromised with the health and, and really changing. Um, and it's not to do with the back or the shoulder or the neck. <clears throat> it's the health that turns around because they having continuous chiropractic care and really addressing this, this nervous system function. So have you got any good uh, stories in that, in that vein, sort of the things that chiropractic has been known to do? Yeah. I mean, we could be all night. I could give you, I mean, I've seen thousands of people now, you know, very privileged. And um, one of the ones that just sprung to mind, you know, we've been talking about health and possibilities um what can open the doors for and there was one patient in particular i'm sure she won't mind me sharing her story her name was catherine and she was um running she was a runner and she was speaking to someone and uh this they 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 said to her oh you how was your running going so i'm not running my knee hurts and i'm getting my back issue and they said oh you want to see jason my chiropractor so he was a runner as well he'd come in for that problem so she got referred to me and she came in, says, right, can you have a look at my knee? Um, you know, get a bit of sciatica. So I analysed it. And she was, the time, I mean, she's the same age as me, actually, but she was in, I'm trying to think how long ago it was. She was, she was early 30s. They'd, we, we, let, we went in later into a story, and she wasn't saying that she'd, they'd been trying for a baby. And when we got into a history, we realised there was lots of other challenges with her health, a digestion and um, a reproductive system. Um, but she never even thought that it was only me explaining, like we explained about how the, the brain grows and the nerves. And we talked about her lower back and I'd taken an X-ray of the spine and she, we, we looked at the lower part of the spine, it was L5. And there was disc compression, which was causing the back pain and the sciatica was experiencing. It was twisting the pelvis and it was affecting her knee. And then I said to us, and my concern isn't your knee, your pelvis, it's that these same nerves actually supply everything in your pelvis and things like your bladder your uterus reproductive and then you could just see this light bulb went off in her head and she said do you think this could be related to uh, the problems i've been having and i said in relation to getting pregnant yeah that's what we, and and, and uh, she'd had several miscarriages and i think they tried different things maybe an ivf and it failed and um she just no one had ever explained it that, in that way to her but then it made so much sense that she was like look, I'm healthy, I'm not overweight, I've been eating correctly, I've been doing all the right things, but my body's not been doing it. And then I was just thought I was broken. And, um, and I said, look, I'm not saying we're going to get you pregnant, but what I'm going to say is we're going to get that nerve supply better to his organs. 
and I'm confident they're going to be healthy and going to function better. They're going to function more optimally. So, um, cut a long story short, we were just a, a few, several weeks, and we were six weeks down the line of something, and she came in one day, a big beaming smile, and said, I'm pregnant. She still comes to get checked, but she has two children with her. <laughs> and they're growing up now. She shows how old I'm getting, but um, that, that kind of stood out for me because she came in with knee pain and the objective to run. And the end of a journey, she had two children. Yeah. You know, and that, that's the power of chiropractic. And these, like I say, for me, the, the, art, the human body is a miracle. And, and, you know, a baby being born is a miracle. But for me, it's like, it was the first thing that came to my mind once I started learning about health. And I saw what I was seeing on the x-rays. I was like, these two have got to be connected. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and that's how I've, I've looked now. As people will come in with their issues, I will check the nervous system. And if I feel that, right, there's this stress on the system, we can remove this stress as best we can. We can get it function more optimally. The, that innate chance, that, that miracle that can, if, if the intelligence can make you from one cell, it can heal you. And mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing I you know, get across to people. Your body can heal and can repair from virtually anything as long as we take away what's interfering as long as we take away what's stopping it expressing that that health that innate intelligence yeah. and like you say eating well and exercising and looking after your stress and doing all these things but if there's something compromising that nerve flow that you can adjust as a chiropractor that's going to be another part of the puzzle which can restore function and health yeah um, and and really make the difference to someone that's trying to put the pieces of the health back together and i know a lot of the people that that listen and, and that i work with they've been struggling with chronic um mysterious or complex health problems for a long time and i think whenever you find any system any hope any information any anything else that you can work on that's going to reinforce and bolster and, and help you heal with that idea in mind like that amazing idea that the body heals itself and it restores it's always trying to get back to healthy function and so if you can find what it's missing or find what's getting in the way then you can make such a huge difference yeah i mean if you think about it you can eat a carrot and your body will turn that carrot into an eye cell <laughs> or a, a <laughs> cell. you know what kind of scientist can come anywhere close to that you know um so like you say trust in that that intelligence it mm-hmm. is you know it's unfathomable that inbuilt intelligence that you all that we all have you know we are genetically programmed to be healthy and i think that's yes there are some genetic diseases out there but in terms of the percentage of sickness and disease that we deal with it's such a small small percent of it mm-hmm. most of the health challenges we have created from our environment from our lifestyle from our you know maybe sometimes not our choices but choices that have been made that have influenced your your health so you know that's what we're trained for myself and you is to try and figure that out for people mm-hmm. and sometimes it, it can be you know staring us in the face and, and it's really obvious and you know just they they've not seen it but we can go straight to it but other times it takes a bit longer isn't it it's like unlayering an, an onion but mm-hmm all those all of those stages that you go through are beneficial because mm-hmm. even if you don't get the exact thing that you came in for the symptom that you want to go straight away your body's moving towards health and that's why i always say don't focus so much on the symptoms 
focus on what's causing it and trying to you know get that as close to to you know sometimes people come in and it's it is far gone it has been there 20 30 40 years and sometimes with people i'm not you know fixing them curing them or, or however you want to put it it's more trying to slow it down or, or just give them a better quality of life so those years that they've got left mm. um they're, they're just happier and, and you know at the end of the day that's what we're all seeking isn't it we're, we're, we're seeking purpose in life and we're seeking certainly happiness and yeah, being the best um, we can at that time with what we've yeah. got and and yeah. I, I feel our most valuable commodity is our health you know it's time and health isn't it and um so many times we compromise that you know and and, and i sit down with people and I ask the choices they're making you know that they're, they're losing losing time from their family or they're making choices that are compromising their health and sometimes the people need these big wake-up calls with their health don't they and they reevaluate things it's always a message and a, and a lesson to kind of get yeah. back on the journey i always think it leads to personal evolution every person that i've walked with on the path to getting their health back they always end up in a better place as a in their life and as a person with their choices with their self-awareness it always leads to a better place I think it's a it's never a punishment it's always a some kind of guidance um, or, or assist to, to do things in a different way and that's that's kind of what this you know doing the podcast and uh, getting information out to people about what they can do and how they can look at their health in a positive and improving way and how they can really make a difference and find people like you and um, that can that can do that so that's a really great message um, to leave everybody on so thank you so much for sharing that information with us and uh, I, I hope everybody's feeling really inspired and uplifted about all the possibilities they can um, do and understand their nervous system and the massive role it plays in their healthy function as well. So thanks very much. You're very welcome, Claire. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Cheers. Another empowering interview. Check out the links below for any freebies and offers. Ask questions and please share this podcast with three friends who will benefit. Thanks for listening and remember to subscribe for more.